Welcome to Victoria's Nirvana with your host, Dr. Victoria Ravenwood, where it's all about empowering the sisterhood. It's time to free our inner Amazon, honor the feminine, and change this world. Hello, gals. This episode, I would like to discuss oppression. And don't worry, it's not depressing. (laughs) So first, let's imagine if when we got up in the morning one day, that everywhere we went, all we saw were women. All we heard were women, all phone calls and text messages and everything we got were from women. Everything on TV was female. Everywhere we went, we know we would be interacting with women, whether it was even the mechanic or the grocery store or anywhere It was all women and we never met a man in our entire day. What do you think would be different for you with that kind of an experience? Do you think that you would feel lighter? Maybe more relaxed? Would you feel safer and at ease? Would you feel like you saw more images of you similar to you accomplishing so many interesting things and that you had so many choices available to you? Well, there is something in your life that is oppressive. Oppression is about feeling held down, feeling undermined, feeling like you have a block or something that is stopping you. And women have it in general a lot just through gender. But there could be other ways that you feel oppression. And while black women have been facing this, the double burden of racism as oppression, they've also bear this burden of gender oppression. Almost all women deal with this. You'd be very hard pressed to find a woman who does not feel oppressed in one way or another. And usually when you get to the root of whatever they feel like is oppressing them, they will dive deeper, dive deeper, dive deeper, and it will go right back to their gender. It will almost always find its way back to gender. And in a letter that James Baldwin wrote to his nephew. I like this one part where he says that what you need to do is accept. Accept people who are oppressing you and to accept them with love because 
they're the ones who don't have the humanity and they're the ones with the shortcoming and the problem it's never the person who's being oppressed who has the problem or has to do anything to fix a problem the problem lies on the one doing the oppressing the one who is racist or sexist it is their problem and all of society is built to oppress women in one way or another as much as women are out there doing amazing things especially in law enforcement and just so many areas that we have always seen as that's a man's job I once saw this woman walking with firemen a petite blonde she was holding her own just the way she carried herself and her muscles and she was really in that role and doing such a good job of it and but that doesn't mean that she's still not facing some oppression and sexism and dealing with that every single day especially on that job but all of society supports that as Mary Daly said if God is male then the male is God we are surrounded by this message of inferiority and that if we want to survive we better play along but there is also an interior version of this a hidden dialogue that we wind up playing out in our own heads and it's like on such autopilot it's almost subconscious or unconscious it's an agreement that we're making to be oppressed to to align with it and accept it but accepting it in a way that is not conscious this is not about accepting it in a way that is unconscious and feeding it this is accepting it in a way that says it's your problem it's the oppressors problem it is society's problem I accept that this exists but I am not gonna live my life feeding it and supporting it you're in a conscious relationship with it we don't want that hidden voice and agreement in our heads that assumes that men are more important men deserve more and God forbid if we fall in love with a man who believes that and toes that party line that's where a lot of women really find oppression when it's not just on the outside and it's not just on their inner voice but they are living with someone in their home whether a father or a husband or a brother or someone like that who's in their home who has that belief then things become very difficult and it is very easy to just fall in line to that agreement that yes that's the way that things are there are differences biologically I was putting together a desk yesterday and thank God um, maintenance man had come by to do something and he was here to help me lift the top of the desk and put it together but then I also realized you know you needed two people even two men a man would have needed help but 
I acknowledge that. We need to acknowledge that. There's nothing wrong with there being differences. Differences need to be celebrated. And just because there's differences, that doesn't mean that you oppress someone. Just because there's a difference in the color of somebody's skin doesn't mean you can oppress them. You can, you can love the differences about them and, and all that it entails and celebrate that. Because as I learned through a conference a couple of weeks ago, that it is through differences that we find unity and think about that. Differences are important. Differences, if they are honored and respected, can help to just get rid of a lot of oppression. Oppression comes from this attacking of whatever it is that is different from whatever it is we don't like or that challenges our own identity because we're faced with something that is so different from who and what we are. And that's, that's why oppression, we need to uh, accept it, but in a conscious way, not an unconscious way, not a towing the line and let me feed it way, but a very conscious way that says the oppressor and the one who's doing this is wrong and if you stand up and speak for yourself, it is a wonderful thing to do. And a lot of oppressors may come back and hit even harder, get even louder, get upset. And that's another dynamic that you have to navigate on your own as to when you should speak up and when it's just not worth it. But in your mind, in your knowing as women, we need to know, we need to recognize and observe when we are dealing with oppression and accept it in a conscious way that allows us to keep moving forward and put the blame where it belongs is on the person who's doing the oppressing and never ever look at yourself like there's something wrong with you. So I agree with James Baldwin and you have to accept the more you fight what is in reality, the, just, the worse off you are. It's like the healing technique, the release technique, the Sedona method. You just release it. You have to let it go. Don't resist it or it will just hang around you, <laughs> be a part of your whole being and your life and you don't want it overtaking your life. So you accept it, and that defeats a lot of its power. You accept it consciously. You put the blame on the oppressor. It is their problem, not yours. And you keep moving forward. And you look and you watch for every way that you have this inner oppressor in your subconscious. And it takes some practice, pulling yourself back to center, and seeing what's going on in a situation that has you upset and what the dynamics are. So I would do some journaling, as I love to say, 
and look for things that you find oppressive in your life. And it may not even have anything to do with race or gender in the beginning, but if you take something that you're having trouble with, you're feeling so blocked and somebody's blocking you or there's just this feeling of oppression in general, this weight, this block, start journaling about it and see where it leads you to. Go deeper, go deeper. What could this really be about? And then what could that be about? And then what could that be about? And just keep asking those questions until you get to the root. And I can almost guarantee that you will find race or gender at the root of whatever it is you're feeling oppressed about. Because it manifests in so many ways, in so many areas of life, in so many interactions and things that we do. We need to dive deeper and uncover it, accept it consciously, put the blame on the one who's doing the oppressing, and keep moving forward. That's a good first step, a good first step in dealing with oppression. Women need to see this in their life because there is hard, you'd be hard pressed to find one woman, let alone a hundred or a thousand women who can honestly say they have no oppression in their life whatsoever. It is a part of the vibe of this whole planet. I would love to know of any research or studies or women who have spoken up and said they have zero oppression in their life. It would be very interesting to see anything to the contrary of that. So that's how I would start exploring those areas where you feel held back, blocked, oppressed, just that heavy weighted feeling of why is this not moving forward for me? What is the problem here? What is the dynamic in this relationship? Why does it feel so horrible? And just exploring it and listening and paying attention. And of course, not confronting or speaking up if you feel that you might be put into danger. That's a whole other episode. But for now, you figure out where it is in your life where it is expressing itself in a big way that may be holding back your dreams and your goals and the things that you want for yourself. Journaling is amazing. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Victoria's Nirvana. Tell your friends to listen and visit victoriasnirvana.com to subscribe and join the Nirvana Sisterhood. 